Guys, hey, welcome back to uh, episode 11 of the uh, Run to Discover podcast. Uh, like I promised, as I mentioned, every episode now, uh, weekly episodes, Wednesday mornings. Uh, I'm here with Ben Anderson remotely. Uh, ben, what's up, buddy? I am thriving and we are, we are virtual. You, you look so great. We are virtual. Um, <laughs> you look so much better on camera. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. It's, <laughs> it's the camera, dude. It's about my macbook air yeah i I think we kind of just want to touch on things that are happening things that have happened um i know um you know your last episode with luis luis uh, lopez was fantastic and that was a good um, one good feedback i I definitely enjoyed listening to that as as well as the bailey episode and i think we just want to kind of circle around the horn here and talk about a few things so um i know there was a a bit of first of all hold on Taco Tuesday. Did you have tacos today? It's National Taco Day. I can't lie. Kyle and I made chili, and I'm probably going to have chili for the next five nights. So <laughs> I did think about Taco Tuesday, and um, I'm oh. embarrassed to say that chili is meal of choice for the next like five nights. Did you have tacos? Yes. I uh, I text. I was at work. I texted Bailey. He's like, hey, National Taco Day. Let's make tacos. And so I can't. <laughs> So when I came home, she had tacos ready. So yes, I had tacos maybe 25 minutes oh, ago. Man, shout out, shout out, baby. That's so kind of her, especially <laughs> on Taco Tuesday. Kyla didn't even wish me a happy Taco Tuesday. I love hey, you. Hey, uh, hop on a run to uh, run discover group chat real quick, guys. We have so run to discover. Um, the name pretty much came from our guys group that we love to explore, you know, on different runs. We've done East Edmond, Piedmont, we've done Oklahoma City and all. Um, there's definitely some photos going around, um, which wasn't even on the list to talk about. But we just had uh, the Tracksmith photo shoot with uh, Red Coyote, uh, which <clears throat> should be a blast. Uh, if anyone that's listening to this podcast that doesn't know about Tracksmith, apparel, you know, New England company, um, the apparel suite, Ben, you can touch up on it, but we're bringing it in. Uh, a lot of pieces. Um, I think you and I and everyone else in that photo shoot are pretty stoked about having Tracksmith. Um, but I'm excited. We'll talk into it when we'll launch uh, the, the apparel. Yeah, I, I think it's you know it's it's a really big <clears throat> deal that Red Coyote is getting that. And if you're not familiar with the uh, the brand, uh, definitely would take a look at it. Very fashionable, very high quality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, if you're if you're at a lot of the, I know both of us have been at some really cool start lines, and if yes. you're at any race, any major race, you're going to see Tracksmith, and um, I know we both got to go to the track house in Boston, um, yeah, which was absolutely phenomenal, and um, yeah, so kind of a something we weren't expecting because we we were uh, we got the pleasure to do a, a photo shoot the other night um, for the the product, but. Uh, kind of launching in in a few weeks here now. We'll yeah, be couple weeks at at Red Coyote, so please please go buy it because there is a lot of it. Right, <laughs> definitely that. Um, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So to kind of pivot back to our yeah. our structure here. So 
uh, obviously you're, you're the most connected um, with the high school results going on. So kind of give us yeah, a, uh, an update on what's happening in the high school field and yeah. with that as well. Uh, Absolutely. Chile. Yeah. And it's crazy because um, state for here in Oklahoma is um, less than four weeks away, October 29th. Um, so the next, pretty much next week, a lot of these schools are having conferences and um, a week after regionals and then state. So pretty much every team has three teams. I mean, three uh, meets left um, in their seasons, unless they go on to like a NX or, um, or running lane in Huntsville, Alabama. But yeah, this past weekend, uh, definitely two meets that I definitely want to talk about. First one is the uh, Norman one, which OK Runner did host that one. Um, just want to talk about it because uh, that's where Edmund Memorial went to. Uh, they chose not to go to Chili Pepper, no biggie. Um, but it's always good to see, uh, like you know, the pretty much all of the guys that I trained during the summertime, like Josh, um, yep. Ethan, Ian, uh, Colton. All those guys definitely are running well um, as a team. They definitely look stronger, but they will have to make up a lot of room for uh, Andrew Plain's uh, Huskies team if they want to even get those. To kind of piggyback off of that, so I, yeah. I think I briefly looked at their the rankings the other day for mm-hmm. the first time, first time as an Oklahoman. Nice. What website um, yeah, do you know, go to? I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know where to look here. Um, yeah. And so I think I saw, you know, Norman, Nor, or excuse me, Edmund North was second, correct? So then who, who's the... So they are one now. Oh, nice. Congrats. Boys. Shout Boys. Out, yeah, shout out Cole and... Uh, Cole, Gavin. Cole and Gavin. And yeah, I guess um, Cole definitely ran great. really well this past week. But yeah, it's right now um, the Huskies, uh, Mustang... Deer Creek, Owasso, and Edmond Memorial. Those nice. are the top, top five teams for boys. Um, and pretty much the girls, 6A, Deer Creek, Edmond North, Owasso, Jeans, Edmond Memorial. So it's pretty much almost the same teams. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's always the same teams you see like year in and year out. Um, uh-huh. So it's, 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 it's really good to hear and see about yeah, like awesome. and, and the Huskies. But um, yeah, Josh, uh, definitely Josh Sherry. He got second place. Um, so, you know, he's only yeah. ran three weeks. Um pretty much after the aqua jogging and just doing biking for the month of like August. So 1610, um, got second to a Norman kid. That's definitely, you know, he's like a 420 miler. Um, yeah. But Josh is definitely feeling better after his workout today. Uh, sorry, yesterday after some more repeats. So he's, he's trending the right way. Uh, hopefully he does. Better. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Uh, and then this is a kid that I trained. He was, He's, I believe, let me look it up real quick. He's from Edmond Memorial. He ran in the JV race, but it just amazes me how from last year, he ran like a 22 5K. Um, uh-huh. He won He won the JV race in Norman this past Saturday with a 17.59. Shout out to you, young man. What's yeah, his name? Ethan. Ethan. Shout out to you. Great job. Yeah, so it was pretty sweet just seeing him. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Like just seeing how much he's grown from like May and June from seeing him to now that. So it was pretty sweet. Um, so that was one meet uh, that – memorial boys were out there you know just grinding it out while everyone else went to a chili pepper yeah which chili pepper was it's so competitive you know i I text for you um you know we see missouri teams uh teams uh texas teams and every once in a while some teams from like the pacific west comes out and they fly in but um college races races on friday evening um and then high school races on saturday morning so it was definitely pretty sweet to see um those kids do pretty well and that's where like um, Cole and Gavin and their team, the Huskies, I mean, they 
they look strong. Um, when their top three went, two of them went sub six, 16, and Cole went 1601, 16 flat. Nice. Um, and then their guys were just like, their next two guys were right behind Cole. So they definitely ran well, and it just showed uh, like they are definitely, if it's not them, it's going to be Deer Creek boys, you know, pretty much uh, contending for the yeah. um, state title as of now. So obviously you got to, you know, put your eyeballs on the the race, uh, the high school race, but um, you obviously had a, an incredible race and, you know, something that a few weeks ago on pavement, you know, I know you were a little under the weather, but oh, yeah. in the 1630s, and then you basically run that twice, but faster um, on a cross country course. So kind of talk through your, your victory. I mean, I know you yeah. said that, you know, you hung out in the pack, um, but kind of what gave you the the mental edge that you were like, oh, I'm going to make the move at, at this point? Yeah. Or where did you make that move? Yeah, yeah. So Chili Pepper 10K, it happened um, before all these high school races Saturday morning. Um, and it was, you know, I, I I pretty much went by myself. Um, like I mentioned, uh-huh. you, mentioned to you in person, didn't get much sleep hotel situations and whatnot but it happened um got there early got there early warmed up uh four miles um just had a good time um and then dude like i I think i told you it was like maybe 45 maybe 50 degrees dude shout out harrison i can he is loving it he wants to be in the pot so harrison is gonna be ben's cat if you see if you can hear him if not no biggie follow Um, him on instagram harrison the siberian (laughs) if not we'll send it to our editor waverly the golden (laughs) <laughs> the plug yeah, yeah. And Harrison are editors. Um, but, but no but yeah. it was like definitely a, a good morning um 45 degrees maybe no way oh man and it, you know like the calendar knew as soon as we flipped to con- uh, october it was just perfect so you know i was at the start line um talking to andrew and i see this guy which i follow him on strava because he's from texas he's a no mind mm-hmm. guy and recognize him his name's chase um, I believe, um, and he ran the OKC half last year during uh-huh. this, you know, in October. So he, I want to yeah. say he ran like a 107, 108. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but he was sub 110. So I see him, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> and I have no idea, you know, what shape he was in. So, um, you know, gun takes off. We probably go like, I want to say like 518, 519 mile one. And it's because of like three high school kids that actually ran it as unattached. Um, they pushed the pace the first 800. 10K, nice. Yeah, yeah, and they pushed the pace 800, maybe 1K. And then they started to fade, and I look at my watch because I feel like we're slowing down, um, and nobody no one, nobody wants to take the lead. So um, yeah, I, I, I look at it, I'm like, oh, five, I feel like 540 is what it said. I'm like, why well, didn't make the trip to uh, Fayetteville to, you know. By yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, to run a 540 pace. So I, I'm the one who, after, right before mile one, I'm the one who, Man takes the lead, which okay. I feel like I'm a front runner. So I take the lead, um, and then like two to three guys follow. Um, and I feel like after one mile into almost two miles, it was just me and that guy, Chase. For the most part, we had a kid, one of those kids still kind of hanging in there. But uh-huh. after, pretty much after the 5K distance, it was just him and I. And I want to say like mile four is when he kind of starts, you know, taking a few strides. He was a few strides ahead of me. Um, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh crap, this is, you know, when he, when he, when he makes the move and he takes off, I'm just going to uh-huh. hang on and just, you know, stay a few steps behind him. Uh-huh. So definitely feeling good. Um, and we had to go up this hill, which is maybe 
a 400 hill um, three uh -huh. times. Um, the last time, which was about to be mile five, um, uh -huh. by then I had maybe made up the ground. So it let me kind of just be right at, right aside of him going up the hill. So I let him push the, or set the pace going up the hill. Yeah, I could yeah. tell he was hurting um, with one mile to go. And so was I. And like I texted you, like right <laughs> as we got to the top of the hill, um, I made a soft move. Uh -huh. And this, I, I mean, it was like, I, I passed him um, and I maybe, I was like probably two strides ahead of him. Um, uh -huh. And he, he, he was trying to hang on. But once I saw that we had like maybe less than a kilometer, I somewhat made more of a move. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up, because the last turn is like a U-turn back into the like finishing tube and you can kind of sure. see to your right him coming back. So I didn't see him that close to me. So that helped out. Um, I believe I crossed the finish line at 32.14 and he crossed at 32.22. So within yeah, you, the last mile. Um, he looked really strong, man, going down that, that finish line. It, <laughs> it was fun. Um, so talk about, I think this is something that can be really beneficial for a lot of people. Like talk about how you have faced kind of the adversity that was dealt with you. So obviously dealt with having a cancellation of your hotel, did not sleep oh, yeah. in a hotel that was ideal. And no. then, you know, you're waking up in a, a place that, you know, isn't yeah. your own bed. Um, I know this can really, you know, be beneficial for a lot of the younger kids out there. So talk about, talk about kind of your mindset in moments <clears throat> like that, where, you know, you're being challenged and facing mm -hmm. adversity and how you dealt with that to go on and, and win a race. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like because I was at this motel, um, you know, as soon as my alarm went off, I'm like, sweet, I'm up. Let's get to my routine, like my morning routine of the race, um, which is, and you know, like I have some breakfast, which is bagel, peanut butter. Um, and for me, it was just like load everything up to the truck, get to the start line or get to uh -huh. the course just so I, so I can pick up my bed, kind of just stay in the truck for a few minutes kind of just mellow out um but it goes back to pretty much you know going back to the routine that we're all used to doing but um kind of just trusting my summer training um now that it's getting cooler in the mornings it's just you know a few days before that race i did a five by one mile repeats on the track and i yeah. averaged probably you know 519 521 so it just goes back mentally like okay i just did this workout um it's gonna be 45 degrees um so it's just kind of just trusting my training for once um and then just kind of go, going out there and knowing that i've done this course a few times college and then post-collegiate um and just you know going out and just like i mentioned i didn't want to run slow and making that just for making that trip so it just goes back to you know training uh trusting training and kind of just going back to your routine um, don't you know for any younger runners or anyone just listening don't do anything different um, when it comes to like, you know, morning of the race, of if any, if any race, um, and then just kind of doing the same thing the night before is eating, um, you know, what you normally do. But I mean, yeah, sleep is crucial. I told you my whoop was like, <laughs> you maybe slept for hours, maybe not. Um, but it's just going back to just believing in my training, which um, that would have been my third race in three weeks. Um, so, you know, it's solid efforts. Like I text you, it's, it's solid efforts. So I'd workouts um, in those races. So it, like I told you, I'd love to do, I, I love racing more um, just to get those efforts um, and solid training workouts when I need to. Definitely helps yeah. out in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, as, as the calendar here flips to October, yeah, 
this is this is the time to really kind of hone in on, especially for the again those younger kids, like to hone in on what your routine is, what you're going to do that day mm-hmm. of the conference meet, or is is it called regionals here? Yeah, so it'll be the conference meet, which yeah, and then regionals and then That's state. The so <laughs> yeah. you know, you want to execute the same thing you do on all three of those days, whether you got yes. You're racing in the morning or you're racing at night and later in the day, you know what you're doing. Yeah. 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 Again, it goes from, you know, running five Ks to us doing marathons. It's just got to be in that routine, same routine uh, and just believing in that training. I mean, a lot of these kids started training, you know, back in May, June, mid June um, and just putting in those miles. And now that's getting cooler. um, I feel like a lot of these kids that um, I'm still coaching and they are texting me back about like, yeah, we did this, you know, workout and it felt so nice compared to a last month. Um, so yeah, just being patient and just believing and trusting in the training that you've done. Um, and that's just, you know, that goes back to anyone that's training for any races right now. I think that's a, that's a good title for the pod. <laughs> trust in your training. You got to trust the process and the training. And the training. I mean, this yeah. is a basketball process. This is a basketball <laughs> podcast. As, I think as we're we getting know. Joel Embiid next week. Yes. Uh, tune in. <laughs> for Joe Humphrey, uh, on that too, but no, um, and the, you know, like you know, trusting the training and all that, that goes back to um, Kinley, who I've mentioned a couple of times to you on this pod. Yeah, um, definitely a girl from Norman North that just puts in the workouts um, and the training, and you know, she ran, um, I think she ran like 1901, 1902 at Chili Pepper, and she was coming off like a 1837 at Pre-State, so she was kind of bummed, bummed, um, but at the same time. You know, I, I had to like reassure her to like, hey, you went out with the top Oklahoma girls, um, and it just w- wasn't your day. But you now know what pace you need to start out with, and just kind of maintain it. You're not going to see these hills at state. So again, it's just reassuring your athletes, reassuring just you and I. Like, hey, it's not you're not always going to have a good day, um, workouts, um, and it's just you know, just again, just trusting the uh, training. Yeah, you're not you're not pushing yourself to to your <clears throat> limits if if you're if you're peaking every time you run exactly Ed. exactly Absolutely. so it'll be good so yeah after chili pepper um i'll do one more 5k um this coming weekend um and then after that it's just gonna be i guess like the half marathon for uh, red coyote but marathon training really gets going it's a perfect time to <laughs> for it really yes yeah Can't all be. these 5ks and whatnot so um with the 5ks happening ben uh I guess I should have started out like I have you on here. Um, you've won the Love Run 10K back in June, and now I have you on the podcast uh, after winning Run Turberfest 5K with a – what did you run, 1607? Yeah, I think I ran 1607. 1607. Was, uh... <laughs> and this was, was an Sunday afternoon. This was Sunday afternoon. Um, it probably was, what, in the 80s. You had done nine miles that morning, and you were coming off, you know, being sick – what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday? Yeah, I did Wednesday. not. Into, from Wednesday to Saturday. I did not run Thursday or Friday. So it was a, it was a good effort, though. I wasn't yeah. going miss it. I, unless I um, am getting married, I am yeah. really trying not to miss a, a Red Coyote <laughs> event. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And that, yeah, absolutely. I, I needed to, to buy this Tracksmith apparel. And so when it was a good when during that five k did you feel it like obviously you were coming from being sick but when did it really you really felt it uh so the route runs through 
what is called Heritage Hills. Obviously, the name Hills in it usually indicates it's got some sort of rollers in it. So for me, the moment that I really knew that I was um, starting to uh, decline in speed was the moment I felt the breeze. (laughs) So the whole day, it was really warm. There wasn't much of a wind. And then the the breeze hit me right as we were kind of on the flattest part of the course. And then... head up a hill, quite a few hills, and it was it was pretty tough. All in all, I did not – I wanted to break 16, but it is what it is. And I mean, I you think, were close. Like, if, I, I guarantee yeah. if it wasn't – if you were closer to being 100% from being sick um, and it not being, what, in the 80s, you would have – I mean, you would have done it easily, broken 16. Yeah, it was the – I don't know if you can speak to this. It it's probably the hardest five k road race course that I've maybe ever run. It's uh, most five k I've ever run is just completely flat. So yeah. it's it's not a PR course. Uh, I believe it's the same course that's used for the uh, OKC Turkey Tracks. So uh, it's, it's close. It's close. Think, yeah, yeah, because Turkey Track starts where Oklahoma City Marathon starts at. So maybe a little but bit. I think they, they come up that same hill you guys came up, up coming up, you know, south. Um, that's the same hill they hit. So pretty similar course. So um, yeah. if if you are curious, the Edmund course for Turkey running is definitely the PR course. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're looking for that Thanksgiving PR before you get before just stuffing that yourself. turkey, <laughs> ham, whatever you prefer. Uh, you should uh, definitely consider the Edmund option. Which I think um, me and Lopez plugged in last episode. Um, I don't know about, are you going to be in town for that? I, I, I will be, but I would really like to, to run. I'm thinking I'm going to do the OKC option. You're going to do Piedmont's turkey trot. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Piedmont, by the way. Uh, yeah. the, one of the greatest training training grounds in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dirt roads. So you'll be doing OKC most likely. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing OKC just just due to the fact that I Good. live in the circle of the course. Um, get those segments. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's what I'm looking for. I'm not I'm not segment motivated, but we got to transition because I, I feel like we've got to talk about you know when you're talking about segments, you're talking about fastest known times, and we got to you know, give our props and a shout out to the greatest marathoner of all time. Um, breaking yeah. his world record last week at London. No, um, that was Berlin. Or excuse me, Berlin. Ah, and this is embarrassing. We, it was yeah. just a lot for him. Yeah. But, no, just Berlin did 201.09. And then I hear sleeping, but yeah, 201.09. Oh, but then yeah. London, London was this past weekend. Yes. Um, was it almost kept through? Yes, equally yeah, so. very fast as well. Yeah, easily. Two two major races. Um, two hundred four thirty nine. And on the women's side, two seventeen. Correct. Yep. Yep. Spot on two seventeen uh, twenty six, according to Google. Pretty pretty <clears throat> fast. Um, Moving. Moving. I think I think the main reason we want to even talk about the majors though is uh, this past week um just after the really the kipchoge um yeah it was literally right after berlin yeah so there was 
in case uh, you all didn't know, there were kind of changes to the uh, payout structure of the World Marathon Majors, yeah. which is a huge shakeup. I, I saw Kipchoge is going to be out roughly about $200,000 um, due to these changes that just basically yeah. took place the day after. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'm, I mean, I yeah, yeah. Opinions. So, like, they've obviously this isn't the first time they've um, changed the prices of like, the prize money and whatnot. Um, but this is, mm-hmm. I feel like, the first time, like, it's a huge um, just cutting the prize money of these elite runners. But, you know, they're elite runners. But this is what we do for the living. And a lot of these mm-hmm. guys and gals, um, you know, they pick these races, they strategize to depend on which races they want to do to win money. But yeah, I feel like, yes, I get that they want to equal the pace, uh, the prize money with the elite runners and the wheelchair runners. Um, but it's just a huge pay cut. And I, I honestly feel like this is why Mo Farah dropped out of London. Because he, you know, maybe he was at 100% and there was like no point of him pushing his body and not winning as much money as he was originally. So maybe that's why he dropped out, he dropped out even days before. So I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of these elites are gonna definitely maybe do less majors, or I don't know. It's, it, it, it's definitely pick up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hasn't it? it, it so I believe I, I saw it. I, I got into the uh, the archives of Let's Run, which uh, nice, yes. if you if you ever um, really want to go down a rabbit hole, will be <clears throat> Let's Run threads are uh, the yes. place to be, and. I thought I had seen that the 2006, like the winners were getting like $250,000 for a win. So, and, yeah. So 2006, 2016 was half a million, 500,000. Oh my gosh. First place males and women runners. So I think though, what you're looking at though, is if they win like the series. So that's if they win, um, that's if they win like the most points across yes. all the majors. That's what it but is. I think the, but I think there was, so that's like a bonus for, but yes. I think the individual race prize. So say you won London, say you won Berlin, say you yeah, all of them. It was like 250. <clears throat> and now it's been slashed to just 50,000. 50,000. Yes. Each. And kind of, you know, my thought process on that and what I was reading about is it's just a, it's really sad to see because, you know, we talk about USATF mm-hmm. and have always talked about, um, the roads being the place to go if you want money and not, you know, what USATF supports. And it's, it's really sad to see because you think about these people, as you said, that rely on yeah. this, this prize money in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's basically, I think, you know, world marathon majors used these elite runners to build yeah, up the, the, the majors. And it attracts people. It attracts people like it you and I. Me. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We want to go races. And now that they've built it up to be this beautiful, beautiful thing that all people want to do, they want to tackle all these majors. They're now, they're now screwing over the people that have built their, their brand and their image. And yeah. it's, it's just really, I, I think it's definitely a step back for, for road racing. <laughs> Um, and, and, at the Olympics. Hold on. We love Time you. Out. She wants out, so pause. Oh, it's okay. I can talk forever. I think 
as I said, with USATF just really being kind of almost a laughing stock and something that nobody feels like they can truly live off of at the top of the top. It just it really has always been kind of the the positive thing to say where the road the roads are where the money's at. And you and I both love the roads, but Yeah. You know, the, you gotta you gotta take care of the people who who build I mean yeah and these these marathons are happening because of these elite runners showing up, which like you just mentioned, that attracts all your hobby joggers, your you know, us. Um, cause yeah. you know, Lopez touched up on it. Like we want to see Kipchoge run in the U S um, soon, honestly, cause you know, before we know he's going to retire. Um, and mm -hmm. I personally want to see him, you know, run maybe Boston, New York or Chicago, which he's already done Chicago, but what's the point of him, you know, leaving Kenya, um, or just that side of the world and coming to the U S and not like, he's going to win the majority of the time and not get that good money, but then, um, he can stay back at home and train or do a closer race and still maybe win even more money now. So yeah, I feel like a lot of these elites, which a lot of us, I guess a lot of people that maybe listen to this podcast may not know much about it. And if you don't look it up, but we care about it. Uh, we know we, you, you and I just did Boston um, and it's going to be these elite runners, but man, it's so fun watching these men and women just crush it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be different. I feel like in the next few, uh, years or even next year depending on what everyone else does yeah especially i mean i know you want to get the races in but you know as we start to approach olympic years yeah. um and whatnot, it's like is it really worth it for these top <laughs> of the top and obviously we're talking about you know the 0.001 percenters out there but in terms of talent and it just, yeah, it really does feel like it, a step it out. baffles me. It definitely baffles me because, as we, you know, you're, we're only winning 50k for the, you know, if you win the um, World Majors series that year, that's only 50,000 from just, you know, years ago, they're winning like half a million. And, you know, so it's a slap in the face for a lot of these guys and men and women that are just, you know, training and putting their blood in and sway for these uh majors yeah it's but what i'm looking forward to this sunday chicago yes um i'm not running it uh connor mance yes uh, byu alum have you been reading to, or like uh i haven't listened he's, to the pod but dude i feel like he's gonna have a solid debut he's he's running attempting to <laughs> just go out at basically and run 208 pace is that what i've gathered Yes, and then I saw that um, I saw a tweet that uh, 446 in altitude is feeling really easy. So I saw that he's going to try to go out at 103 halfway mark. Wow! Um, and it's I, I feel like Sunday morning at Chicago is going to be a nice day to run pretty fast compared to last year. Which well, he, I, have Bailey, I have Bailey in front of me, and she's excited to run in cool weather. Hold on, she's checking the temps. No, I think. Oh. It's it's think, they got a green they got a green light for Sunday meaning it's gonna be a perfect day. Yeah. Well, I think well, we're excited for Bailey. Yeah. Sunnies with low temperatures in the low forties and high temperatures in the low sixties. Yeah, so forties and the highs are in the sixties. Thanks, Thanks, David, for the news so, update. David Payne. Thank you, David Payne, for the uh, news update. Back to you. <laughs> Back to you. No, 
I think we got That's a lot of people we know in the sky. I think we know, you know, quite a few people that are running um, Chicago. I think yeah. Bailey's going to so, be phenomenal. Yeah, she's still um, deciding, like, maybe on ratio. Like, wow. He's, like, so she's been training in the Vaporfly, mm-hmm. too. Um, but um, I feel like she is still debating on the fuel cell. Um, RC Elite, sorry, RC Elite. So we'll see. I think she's going to still use the Vaporfly. That's what she's enjoyed in her long runs and workouts. If not, I mean, she has the Fusil Lee that she's been using. Or RC Lee that she's been using. You know I, what I mean? I like I, that shoe. Uh, yeah, I've, I've also dabbled with it and, and enjoy it. <laughs> we also uh, want to kind of give a shout out to probably a few of the people that we, yes. we know outside of Bailey that are, are taking on Chicago this weekend. I, um, I know uh, Sam Stockup's running. I believe yes, I've seen Sam. When you do listen to this, this is an invite to be a guest on the pod. Um, I feel like we would love to just, you know, kind of talk about Masters and his kind of Sam's like running. I mean, he not many people know Sam, but he ran at OU back in the day, and he is still, you know, great um, Masters runner that's just crushing it. So um, I will definitely be. Hopefully, I see him out on Sunday morning. He's gonna be excited. I saw. I believe uh, a couple of Red Coyote folks uh, that I can think of, like Rick Overton, is, is running it, it looks like. Yeah. So, uh, uh, good luck, Sadie Rick. Flynn. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch. Good luck, Sadie. Yeah, Sadie's running it. Um, so I need to catch up with Mads and see where he's watching all that. But, hey, I'm excited. I'm just going to be watching these leads for once. I don't have yeah. to run. <laughs> well, you you don't have to run the marathon, but you are running the 5K uh, have you looked at like historical results of that? Like, do you think it, you have a chance? Nah, to I, um, I, I, no, I, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I, like it. It. I don't think you should. I don't think you should. I, I think you should just go into it and you know when when we see you know you on the billboards in Chicago crossing that finish line in the Oklahoma Project jersey. Yes, yes, sir. Repping that. <clears throat> Beautiful and that's what jersey, so that's what Bailey just got um, her okay project singlet done today so she's wearing it for oh, Chicago man. yeah so she wanted one after she saw yeah so she is wearing it um, dude I'm excited uh, hopefully uh, I know you and I talked about it um, probably a couple of episodes um, next week with some guests um, one of them being Bailey having a quick recap and then um, your friend Daniel who right now runs for who Brooks Henson's Henson Brooks yeah so we'll yeah have, Henson uh, Brooks, hopefully- yeah couple weeks have some really exciting people yeah to, to kind of we're just perspective. discovering new guests yeah dude, we're just discovering new guests that's what it is yeah having their <laughs> perspective on kind of racing and, and their background i i think it'll be some real exciting stuff coming up so what is going from really the, oh, go ahead go ahead i was and gonna say what go. is really exciting is these cooler temperatures we're yes finally like, oh man, it's, it, the humidity is low now. You know, we're running in the afternoons, maybe evenings, and it's still like maybe 70, 80 degrees, but you're not sweating. You're not, oh God, it feels great. And in the mornings at five in the morning, Ben, you need to get up and go at five. It is beautiful. I, uh, one day, I'm actually planning on meeting Jake tomorrow to do, to do rocks. So, so make sure um, you guys have your phones ready listening to this podcast. Make sure, speaking of Jake, his his jersey just came in too, so oh, he's gonna he's gonna look beautiful. Yeah, all um, these guys and gals, okay, project. So, I think 
one thing maybe that people aren't aware of uh, running in these cooler temperatures yeah. is, is we're not there truly yet, but just the importance of hydrating in these cooler temperatures. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, just assume that, you know, you don't need more water, but that is kind of the complete opposite. So um, just one thing to kind of emphasize as we get into these cooler temperatures, folks, is make sure and get that water, those electrolytes. You got um, to, yeah. Yeah, cause just time. because you're, you know, just because you're not um, sweating as much, you definitely want to still hydrate like you would in June and July. Maybe not as much, but you still need to hydrate and take those gels, which a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not sweating. Why do I need to hydrate? I mean, you're still out there just running. So um, don't be fooled because you're not sweating as much as you were back in like the summertime. And we're, we're, it's funny if, you know, if you're from, if you're not from Oklahoma, we're, it's, it's 55, 60 degrees on these mornings and, you know, up north, and up north you're probably experiencing, you know, 40s, maybe even low 30s at this point. So we're just very thankful for, for yeah, these exactly. cooler, cooler temperatures. So, uh, obviously, we're looking forward to those cooler temperatures. So, what what are we looking forward to uh, shoe wise? What's kind of dropped over the last couple of weeks that people should have their eyes on? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, f I feel like Believe in the Run does an amazing job with these shoes way ahead of time. Um, the the A6 Nova Blast uh, three, uh, I think we at Red County just came out last week. Uh, I definitely feel it's not sure if you tried the second one, but no, but Nova Blast. Three now isn't as squishy as soft. It's um, a good change. Only, yes, because the only issue in that Nova Blast Two, it was too soft, and people would you know be collapsing, or, you know, pretty much over pronating because it was too soft in the bed foot heel cushion. Um, it doesn't fit as snug as a typical A6 shoe, so that might help out for those people that would love to try A6, but it's too snug. Um, so that's a good option. Uh, coming up, one forty. Believe in the run is as always. Over the last few years, just really enjoyed A6 shoes. And um, yeah, we have. Yeah. I've never had the opportunity to run in the Nova Blast, but definitely near that top of the list. And then um, you talked to me about the, the Fuel Cell Ripple. I know uh, yeah, both with of us big fans of what New Balance puts out there, <clears throat> uh, especially their Fuel Cell. Yeah, the Fuel Cell shoe. Yeah, and it definitely took them a long time to update this shoe. Um, yeah. And I'm glad it didn't get canceled or dropped. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I know it's just a newer shoe, but we got in, I believe, just Friday. Um, and we'll see how it does, how it sells. But it's definitely like, you know, like your workout tempo shoe. I mean, these high school kids probably need to jump on this shoe um, for a workout shoe, not just an everyday shoe. But that feels so definitely has that pop to it. Um, so that's another shoe that should be good. Well, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you think about the first version of that shoe. Yeah. That was a glorified stock. Yes. And for them to go from oh that. Oh, goodness, yeah. Even what the second version was to now um, what version three can yeah. be and is, I, you know, kudos to New Balance. It, it really does kind of show how great they've done over the last couple of years in, in the development of their shoes. Just today, it dropped uh, the Endorphin Shift 3. Um, yep, women's, we got in a couple of days ago, and we got the men's. 
just today, so it came in just in time. Tried it on. It does fit true to size, but more like a snug feeling to it. So it's not huh. as wide as it once was, but definitely hugs the foot the right way. Um, and the cushioning is definitely feeling as good as it, you know, the second and the first one with the higher stack height. Yeah, definitely a fantastic <clears throat> Was that the, the major update to the shoe was a little more stack? Yeah, more stack, just like the, uh, uh, the like just like the Pro, but definitely, um, definitely feels good just from the, trying it on at the store. The mantra of the run specialty industry, stack more stack. stack. More stack, more cushion. What's like that so, super comp trainer with new bonds? 47 millimeter stack? Yeah, that's illegal that's shoe. So, and then there's, there's, hold on, there's one more shoe, sorry, um, with Ultra that comes out in November. It's the, the Beyond Olympus. Um, we actually just oh. had our new, our new Ultra Tech rep come into town today and she had a you know, size run. Um, it definitely feels good. Um, it's going to be like if the Hoka Bondi and the New Balance more went on a romantic date on the weekend and had a split <laughs> date. Um, it feels good. Um, still has that zero drop, uh, wide foot shape, normal, traditional foot shape toe box. Um, and the stack height's like 33. Um, and we will have that one. So it should be a November 1 release. It's, it, it felt good today at the store. So some good shoes coming out. With shoes coming out that are phenomenal, obviously – races have to make their way down the pipeline so some local races here in, in okc coming up um we've kind of yeah i know hit on it a few times many times here on the pod but kind of the true announcement of the the runway mile we can kind of discuss yeah yeah i think that. they announced it while we're live i think on instagram it's actually we are the live announcement of the runway mile <laughs> But yes. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think that's a phenomenal step in the right direction. I think that's going to be a, a great event, and um, that'll be a really cool night. I know you're planning on on racing, and yeah, uh, and I feel like what do you so is Jacob think? Jacob Anderson? So um, I'm excited for it. I I mean, this is the launch of Tracksmith, um, which is the brand that who correct me if I'm wrong. Us Red Coyote in Mill City. Carry and there might uh, be yeah, so city city running and then it is a like yeah. a local sporting goods store. So only three three retailers in the country carry this outside which is, of which is perfect. It's awesome. Yeah. So as long as we're able to promote it and market it the right way, um, and I think we're doing it the right way that weekend um, with the runaway tracksmith mile and having like a pop up shop at the Wheeler district and having a shakeout run that Saturday morning and then leading into the half marathon. Um, dude, I'm excited. Um, I'm glad that people are slowly signing up for the mile. Um, obviously it's a mile, so not many people are going to do it, but it's just new. It's different for the Oklahoma city running community. Um, you know, Ray Coyote had the downtown mile, um, which I mean, I was super hilly, hilly and whatnot. So, uh, this is going to be Wheeler District, two loops, super flat. This is where we do that crit racing on Tuesday nights. Uh, yep. I'm pumped. Um, um, and I just, again, it's just a good time. And um, it, I feel like if we do it the right way, yeah, Tracksmith should blow up um, once people find out we have it. Please, please just even go try it on. It, it just feels, yes, it just feels so high quality. It's, it's totally worth the so then, okay. cost. Yeah, so Ben, like, so for example, we talked about running cooler in cooler temps in the dark. What would you like? 
if you're a new runner, what would you tell the new runner about apparel? Like you're going to have to pay for the quality. Um, don't be scared of the prize. Um, give him, give me a 20 second rundown of, of why you would buy some good quality apparel, which is like Tracksmith, Brooks, Vieri, um, on which these are all yeah. brands and Lululemon. But yeah, I mean, a lot of these new runners, um, are now running in the dark and cooler temps that may just, you know, they can put on a hoodie, uh, a hoodie that you have on right now. Um, but <laughs> really you want a good moisture wicking apparel. So, yeah. Yeah. I think finding kind of the materials that you like is huge as long as it is that moisture wicking material. So I do prefer kind of the, the highest quality, which most of the time is that natural fiber. So I know that the like Tracksmith as an example does make, a lot of uh, merino wool based apparel and i am a, a big fan of that on both my feet as a sock and then uh on my my body as a as a shirt so i think it's all about finding what you like but the mistake that you can make is is not wearing that breathable material so yeah i i think just it does take time but once you find what works best for your body you're going to probably end up with a lot of that stuff in your closet. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, even if you don't buy any apparel, go try it on at your local running store, Red Coyote, OK Runner. Um, we, we both carry good quality apparel um, and it's for a reason, you know, it's because um, Oklahoma, it's going to be cold, windy, icy at times. And we want to, obviously if you're running outside, we want to make sure everyone's dressed properly. Um, and I feel like Tracksmith does a good job and every other brand that we carry um, but yeah, I feel like here soon it's going to be, it's going to get super duper cold um, before we know it. And you're going to have to dress properly. I think both of us would probably agree with this. And if you, if you run in the, the warmth and you run in the cold, I would say there is no better outfit than some running shorts and a long sleeve. That mm -hmm. is the perfect running outfit. Um, that's when the weather is just phenomenal. So I am very excited for it to cool off a little bit more and I can go on those runs in a long sleeve and uh, yeah. some running shorts and some arm sleeves. No, oh yes, you are a big arm sleeve guy. Uh, kind of to, 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 to close this out here, are there any uh, segments you got your eyes on over the next couple weeks or months? Mm -hmm. Um, And you're talking about Strava segments? Is that what you're talking yes. about? Dude, yes. yes so I, you got one. I do, and it's one that's like by OC. It's like the dog park loop, which yeah. um, I took it from someone, and then Coach Miller, Wade Miller from OC, and then took it away from me. And it's just like almost, I believe it's a mile. If not, it's probably below a mile. Um, and I've been waiting for it to cool off. Um, but that's the one I'm definitely looking at. Um, man, and outside of that, I, I you know, you know me. Uh, I always check back on my runs and I, if I see a segment I'm super close, I then look at yeah, it and keep it. it. Yeah, but that's the one that I'm definitely um, eyeing on, which maybe here soon, maybe in the next uh, week or so, I'll probably do it. Probably not with us being gone this weekend, but that's the one I'm definitely eyeing here soon. You know, who knows if, if, if anyone is still with us at this point on the pod, but we got to give us a, we got to give a shout out to that, that group uh, of people right now that are, putting in the work up in, in kind of Edmund, Coach Wade Miller, Stu. Yes, Stu. Lyle, Cat, yeah. oh. uh, well, a lot of these, a lot of them are running uh, CIM. Yeah, so I mean, they're putting in the work. And I, 
I too really admire it. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of hard wake up early. early. I mean, wake up early. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Mason, all, all yes. those folks. They yeah, they really are are putting in Chrissy Coleman, putting in the work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I knew you had a segment in your mind. I could just I've seen you frothing at the mouth the last couple of days, so I just I knew it was there with you. <laughs> well, definitely after you know having a few good runs and races, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in decent shape. I can at least go get one of these. So that's the one. Do you have yeah, any yeah. down in Mesa Park? Do you have any? I haven't really eyeballed any at this point in, <clears throat> in my neighborhood that I that I don't already um, that I already already snagged at this point. I do. I think I mentioned on the first pod that I was ever on. Want to get one that's oh, yeah. uh, about ten minutes from my house that. A uh, pretty crazy one, put it by, uh, down by Scott Smith, but I'm I'm oh yeah I'm yeah, not yeah. in that shape. I'm not in that shape yet, so I I still need to Give it time. work work my way there. Hopefully, these cooler temperatures, as we've continued to emphasize how how much better you should feel in these cooler temperatures. <clears> hopefully, that helps kind of carry carry me. But yes, well, before I we think- run out the uh, pod, dude, I gotta ask you since you've been on the uh, podcast a few episodes, I haven't got to ask you this, and I've asked. Blake Lopez Bailey, um, favorite runner of all time. Your favorite runner, who and why? So, growing, on the spot, on the spot. Uh, yeah, no, I I actually remember listening to every single one of these pods and thinking, wow, did he ever <laughs> ask me this? No, nope, 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 nope. Uh, Until so, now. Uh, so to put me on the spot, I really, <laughs> really enjoyed watching uh, in Andrew Weeding run. Um, um, yes. Uh, Myler at the University of Oregon, uh, Oregon Track Club, and I believe now he, he does something with On. Um, yeah, I was just a really big fan of him. I think I had a Sports Illustrated. It, it is either regular Sports Illustrated. It might have been Sports Illustrated for kids where they, they did like a – you could <clears throat> take the uh, centerfold, as you will, and mm. kind of rip it out of the magazine and hang it on your wall. So um, I was just a really big fan of the way that he raced and, and how gutsy he was. Um, so probably not the answer that, um, you know, that's most a good people one. would give you, but, uh, yeah, Andy, Andy Weeding was my guy and now he, he works for on and I hope I get to opportunity to meet him one day. I thought he was a, just seemed like a really cool guy and he's, he, I don't, uh, I think what I admired most to, to extend this pod here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think <clears throat> I, most is, I think I had read that he didn't start running until he was a junior in high school. And then late bloomer, yeah, and then he went on to be a two-time Olympian, I believe, two times. At, at the, he went twice at minimum. He may have gone a third. I, I, I believe it was two. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, fifteen hundred, eight hundred runner guy uh, yeah. for the United States in the, the early two thousand. He was coming. Is he like the same age as like Nick Simmons or close to? Yeah, him? yeah. So he was similar age to Nick Simmons. The difference is that he's like six foot six, if I recall. He's a big so, dude. Dude. But yep, that uh, Andrew Weeding is is kind of who came to mind when I was was in the shower listening to your pod the other day, and <laughs> and that was uh, that was what came to be. Nice. No, that's good. Uh, I know I didn't even tell you I was going to ask you this, but as we went on the episode, I'm like, okay, I got to ask him. He hasn't. He, you're the only one who's been on this uh, pod and hasn't pretty much said who's your favorite athlete growing up and all. But nice, LeBron. I like it, it's LeBron. We both know. <laughs> we both know. Our deep inside, athletes. it's LeBron. It's LeBron and Dirk. I mean, there's no other way. This is a basketball pod. 
It is <laughs> Nowitzki. Speaking of that, real quickly, uh, we need to get tickets to December 25th, Mavericks Lakers game in Dallas. Think about it. Uh, I know I've mentioned it to Bailey quite a bit. You may be out of town, but that's one I definitely want to watch. Luca and Intrigued. LeBron. We're actually going to uh, here in a few weeks. We're going to see the Nuggets versus the Lakers in Denver. <sighs> so oh, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked. I've never seen. I've never seen him play. And um, year twenty, here we are. So I think Bailey and I went one year um, to watch LeBron play when he came to OKC. I think this was when he was with the Cavs. Yeah, Kevin Love um, and Kyrie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now the yeah. thing is, is like you know, you don't even know if he's actually going to play. You're like, one of my, one especially, of, one of my, especially if he comes here. I, I got to give final shout out to one of my one of my good friends. He last last season, he he was living in Iowa. He drove from Iowa all the way down to San Antonio to see LeBron play. So we're talking. I don't know. What That's that a long like drive. 10, Ten hours, maybe, and maybe more. Yes, let's say ten minimum. And LeBron uh, scratched that night, so <laughs> God, I would be, I'd be super mad. Uh, I'd, I'd be really pissed off. That's why, like uh, Christmas Day, he has to play. It's a primetime game. He's playing. Hopefully, Luca, um, and maybe both teams will be you know the top five seed. So that is definitely we'll one of my, my into it. Yes, we'll talk. Uh, Oh man, uh, yeah, I think that's it, dude. Uh, close to fifty-five minutes. I know we were trying to keep it at forty-five, but we extended it with our running knowledge and all that. But um, yeah, guys, before we head out, um, appreciate the five-star reviews on on the uh, Spotify. Um, if you haven't like, subscribe, uh, five-star reviews. That's it. Um, and we are on Apple Podcasts, um, which I think we have like a, maybe ten five-star reviews and just one review, which is fine, but. Um, again, we just, uh, my goal is to kind of grow this into a podcast that I like every, um, I can get every guest on here. Um, and I feel like Ben, uh, I appreciate you hopping on here. Um, you'll be on here quite a bit. Um, and we do have guests down the pipeline. Um, some really good we'll ones. see what we can do. Yeah. Some good ones. Yeah. We just need to schedule them and get them going. But good until then to, guys. Good luck to everyone in Chicago. Yep. Chicago and any other race, but yes, you all have a great night. Bye, everyone.